bless you all for joining us today. Hallelujah. You are all welcome once again on Instagram, on YouTube, and on Facebook. God richly bless you. So we're looking at the power of embracing change. We are in a new year. <clears throat> And it requires that certain things we change in order to see the change that we are looking for. So last week we saw change is good. Change is good. Change is good. And that is often hard. But to succeed in life and business, we must run towards it. We looked at Goliath. We looked at Goliath and David. And we said last week that in everybody's promised land, there are giants. And we must move towards the giants. And that requires a change of mindset. When King Saul gave David an opportunity to use his armor to defeat Goliath. He said, that's one thing that I've not tested. I've not tested that armor. But I have an experience with the sling and the stone. My testimony is that I used this sling and the stone to defeat the bear and the lion who came after my father's sheep. And I'm going to use the same strategy to defeat Goliath. That's the strategy. Agnes, you are welcome. So change is good. We're looking at the power of and wisdom of embracing change. Embracing change. Change is good. It is often difficult, but to succeed in life, you must embrace change. David decided, I'm not going to use King Saul's method. I'm going to change the strategy. I'm going to use what works for me. So, Let's continue from where we left. So we said, your giants that you face boldly and squarely without fear and run towards will indirectly provide the tools and instruments you need to defeat them and be promoted to fulfill your dreams. Take their place and rule over them like Joseph. Joseph was an interpreter of dreams. He interpreted the dream of the butler and the baker. He did things differently from everybody else. He had a dream that one day is going to become greater in his family and that his family will bow down and worship. They got angry with him and then they sold him into slavery. But he kept his state, kept his focus and eventually became what God had called him to be. And that requires a change of mindset that whether people believe in your dreams or they don't, you must aim at becoming the high achiever you are called to be. Not everybody will believe your dream the beginning when Steve Jobs, after uh, Microsoft had set up the Microsoft uh, computer and it was all over the place, here comes Steve Jobs who says, we're going to do things differently. We're going to set up an iPad. People said nobody's going to buy an iPad. He said very soon people are going to use their phones and everything is going to be on the iPhone. People said it's not going to happen. Is it happening or not? You are either, anytime you meet anybody using the phone, they are either using the common ones, they are either using iPhone, that's from Apple, or they are using Samsung or some other uh, uh, gadgets like that. They believed it. They changed their mindset. They didn't go with the flow, just like the Wright brothers. No, people said in their day, no metal can fly in the air. Are we flying in it now or not? It's happening live. So people don't have to believe your dream when you start out in life. You have to change your mindset and take the stance. All things are possible and pursue it. You start and they will follow. You take the step and those that are meant for you will follow. So that's the way it goes. So change, change, change. So let's continue from where we left off last week. Number two, the day you stop changing, is the day your obituary is written. The day you stop changing is the day your obituary is written. You don't have to die physically before your obituary is written. The day you stop changing and developing 
to fit where you are going. That's the day they start writing, your, or you invisibly or indirectly are writing your obituary. You know, it was said that every day, ideas, God crosses our minds with ideas, all manner of ideas, all kinds of ideas cross our minds every day. But sometimes because of our busy schedule, we don't act on most of them. You know, I came across um, a, a, a statement by a gentleman saying, I think, let me look for it. He said something to the effect, you don't have to be doing so many things to succeed. A few things that you do very well will lead to other things. That helps you to manage your time properly. So when it comes to your assignment, God and you are the majority. Jesse, Jesse, you are welcome. Let's keep inviting others to join us. We have Melchizedek on Instagram. And then we have Nana Poku, we have Mama B. We have uh, Kwame Usu. We have Dufukai. We have uh, Agnes on and Jesse, Jesse. And we have just uh, welcoming Rebecca Asante. God bless you for joining us. Let's keep sharing, sharing, sharing. And invite as many people we know to come and lunch hour with high achievers. This is a session where we encourage and motivate one another and move to higher level. There are higher levels. There's more, there's more, there's more. So Rebecca Santi, you are welcome. Jesse, Jesse, you are welcome. Everyone that has joined us, keep sharing, share the link and invite text, text and WhatsApp your friends, relatives to join us this afternoon. Number two, the day you stop changing is the day your obituary is written. Ifua Twabe Angwa. God bless you, sister. Ifua, God bless you for joining us. The day you stop changing is the day your obituary is written. So we're looking at the power of embracing change. For you and I to go forward, we must embrace change. Embrace When I say change, I'm talking about good change. Good change, not changing backwards. <laughs> good change. So... You are all welcome. Keep change, keep sharing, keep sharing, keep sharing. I was going to say keep changing. That's a good one as well. Hallelujah. So the day you stop changing, the day you stop developing, the day you stop adding value to yourself and increasing and getting better and better, the day you stop doing those things is the day your obituary is written. Pastor Michael Johnson, you are welcome. Then number three, change is hard to live with. Change is hard to live with, but impossible to live without. Change is hard to live with. You know, when you're affecting changes, it's hard to live with it, but it is impossible to live without. Anything new that you want to do will require change, and very often change is hard to live with. Moving to another country, starting a new business, increasing your prayer life, tithing when you should, tithing the right amount when probably you have been tithing, maybe next or not tithing at all, and now they say tithe gross. Anything you're going to do for the first time is difficult, but ladies and gentlemen, you have to take that step. You have to take that step. When my uh, Bill Gates left university and said, I'm going to pursue my career, I'm sure. I'm sure the parents and everybody must have said, this guy is going bonkers. But what is happening now? When Warren Buffett started uh, investing, developing himself to master the art of investing and where to invest. Look at what is happening now with Warren Buffett. So ladies and gentlemen, we have to take that step. Change, change, change is hard to live with, but impossible to live with that. You cannot make progress. And I'm talking about forward moving progress, inexplainable progress, if you don't change. And change, we saw the past series, Change begins from within. Change does not begin from outside. You change within, reflects on the outside. You change when you feed your tabs out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaking. Change within, develop within, and it will show on the outside. So spend time to develop yourself. Read the right books. Some of those books we can recommend are from our website, houseofjuda.org.uk. Go on our website and get these materials on ministry, on leadership, on finances, on relationships, on, on uh, motivation, on lifestyle, everything. Go to the house of Judah.org.uk 
and get these materials. Pastor Michael Jr. is GCO. That's my biological son. Hallelujah. That's my son right there. Hallelujah. Pastor Michael Jr., family man. God bless you more, Grace. <laughs> That's Michael J. <laughs> Michael J. the first. Anyhow, <laughs> Michael J. the second from his end. God bless you, Pastor Michael Jr. Great joy, great joy, great joy to see you and your family. Hallelujah. Good to see you. Hallelujah. And Estela. Oh, and Estela says, hello, Bishop. I miss you all. Yes, yes, yes. We've missed you too. It's good to see you. Like Melchizedek. We can see Melchizedek with us. Manshakai is also with us today. Good to see you all. God bless you. Nice to see you all back. Hallelujah. We are on a mission. This is our year. Hallelujah. Noah, Pastor Noah, Faith Alassan, is also joining us from Ghana, doing a great missionary work in Ghana. So let's continue. Change is hard to live with, but impossible to live without. You fear says 100%. Glory to God. You cannot make progress without positive change. You cannot make progress without positive change. So change is hard to live with, but impossible to live without. For a potential, for instance, listen to this great example. For a potential mother to bring a baby into this world, she has to go through dramatic, traumatic experiences. It's hard to live with those dramatic, traumatic changes in her looks, in her body. When a woman is pregnant, she looks darker, you know, things change, everything about her changes, the looks, the emotions, the feelings, the countenance, the, the mood, I mean, everything, attitude, a reaction to situations because of what is going on in her inside affects her outside as drastic, dramatic changes are taking place. But if she wants the baby to come out, she's looking for it to have the baby come out, then those changes are very, very necessary. That's why we said change is hard to live with, you know. You have a dream and you have to wake up in the midnight hour and start praying for your business, carry forward your ministry, carry forward 10 years ahead of time, five years ahead of time, two years ahead of time, listening in and planning and doing a business plan and writing the dream and conferences you must hold here and there. That requires a change in your time, your sleep schedule, your, 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 your everything that you do requires, I'm telling you, <laughs> 2022 is the year for the responsible you have to do extra sometimes away from the family to seek God and read more books and listen to more messages. You can see from this, our platform, since the year started, things are different. We're introducing music of artists in Africa, Europe, different places, different, you know, as adding to the excellence of our platform, getting excellent new ideas, creativity that is coming through prayer, that is coming through hard work, that is coming through reading, that is coming through you know, worshiping more and, you know, opening. So change, change, change is difficult. It's hard to live with. But ladies and gentlemen, if you make, want to make progress and become excellent at what you do, change must begin from within. From within me. I'm not waiting for my wife to change, my children to change before I change. No, I change first. And then it overflows. So Everything depends on leadership, leadership, leadership changes, followers change, you know, if they want to change. <laughs> Glory to God. But sometimes you can teach people, but they are not ready to change yet. So but you need to just keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. Very important. So this year is a year for the responsible, you know, what you want your business to become, what I want my programs to become, what I want my ministry to become, what I want my marriage to become what I want my family to become, what I want my finances to become, what I want my conferences and summits to become. I dictate it. Books that I recommend, recommended books on our website, visit our website, take the details of our website and go there. There are new materials coming out, wisdom. And now we have uh, our books on Kindle. If you, uh, if you read um, the bottom of the screen, our eBooks on, on Amazon, Kindle version now on Amazon.co. You can just put in Michael Hudson Wood Kindle, and then those books will come up. Go there, 
Get those materials on finances, on wisdom, on you have only one life, make it count. 21 reasons why you shouldn't be poor. Secrets of high achievers, reasons for lack. Uh, leaders are not born, leaders are raised. Get those materials. I read books on leadership so I can write books on leadership. I read books on finances so I can write books on finances. So go there, get those materials. They will change your life. I'm telling you, this year you must read more. You must listen to sound messages. Because what is inside you, change your inside. It will reflect on your outside. And Estella says, continue to keep me lifted up. So shall it be. Noel, you are welcome. Hallelujah. Yep, my wife says, oh yes. Talking about change, my wife says, oh yes. I remember the dark forehead with spots. And the change was hard. But the joy of having my children was all worth it. Michael J. Hattonwood and Kezia Richardson. That is, she's describing when she was pregnant. She remembers the dark forehead. I mean, this nice, fair, beautiful, psychedelic lady. All of a sudden, <laughs> her lady went all dark. I'm telling you, sometimes the ladies, they put on weight and everything. I mean, everything, physiological, everything is changing. That's because if she's expecting uh, Michael and Kezia to come out. She has to go through that drastic, traumatic change. You have to wait to see the babies come out. And today, she has a two. We have a two powerful adult, grown-up children. Oh God, uh, who are now independent with their own families and getting on with their life. What a shock! <laughs> what a shock! But that's because changes, changes. Changes. So, ladies and gentlemen, let us pay the price for where we want to go this year. Let's pay the price for where we want to see our investments today will determine our harvest and our produces tomorrow. I always tell people, don't get ready, stay ready, always stay ready, always be reading books, always, you know, from March 2020 up until now. If you go on my Facebook homepage and even our website, houseofjuda.org.uk all the messages on lunch hour money matters pastors manner leaders manner kingdom thinkers all the programs we have been having they are all on our website so go on our facebook homepage michael hatton wood and go on our website houseofjuda.org.uk and just be munching and feeding soaking in all those messages so when opportunities arise my god you just step into it and manifest, manifest, manifest. And it says we definitely need to be in our right position, mainly when it comes to a woman of God having a child on earth. Changes in her body definitely is something you men uh, who are used in ways for this child to come on earth. Glory to God. So no more dark heads, no more dark forehead with spots and walking like a duck. <laughs> I'm not the one who said it to it's my wife who put it there. No more dark foreheads. When you're pregnant, dark foreheads with spots, walking like a duck, swaying from one side to another. Did I say that? Let me carry on before I get into trouble. <laughs> so, changes, change, 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 change. Dokas Saki. God bless you, Dokas Saki has joined us. <laughs> God bless you. Pastor Michael Judas says, what a shock. Pastor Michael Jr., uh, you are my witness. His mom who put it there. <laughs> I didn't say it. <laughs> Glory to God. So, we're looking at the power of embracing change. Look at what the change has brought. Those of us who have children, glory to God. Look at the change. Because you bore, you paid the price. Look at what is happening. It's the same with our dreams. It's the same with our aspirations. You know, praying into what you want to become. Paying the price. Glory to God. And Estella says, I'll be getting many of these books. The Lord will be using you to bless us many more. Yes, go ahead. Website, houseofjuda.org.uk. Get those materials. Pastor Michael says, yes, sir. Hallelujah. So for a potential mother to bring a baby into this world, like Mama B said, she has to go through dramatic changes. It is hard to live with those traumatic, dramatic changes in her looks, in her body, in her mind, in her emotions, in her feelings. But it is, it is impossible to live without if she wants to see that baby birth. 
change is hard to live with. Change is hard, but change is necessary. Also, something changes within you. Nothing changes on the outside. So the website is on the screen. Take a snapshot of it, everybody. Website, houseofjuda.org.uk. Get the mat. Go there to see all those materials. It will change your insights to enable you to see what you want to see on the outside. So until something changes within you, until something changes within me, nothing changes around me. Every change begins from within. Without a change within, there can never be a change without. Without a change within. That's why um, the lady said, blind minds are worse than blind eyes. Once your mind changes, it affects your sight and your vision. If your mind can see it, your eye will see it. That's why God asked Jeremiah, what do you see? With your mind's eye on your inside, what do you see of the future? He says, I see the rod of an almond tree. God said, because you have seen it clearly, I will also perform. So God performs what we see. But you can't see, if you can't see, on the inside. So read books that make you start painting certain possibility pictures. Hallelujah. You know, I was telling Pastor Johnson this morning, you know, I can see, you know, the possibilities that we all have this year to see dramatic changes. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's pay the price for where we are going. When, number four, when you finish changing, you are finished. When you finish, you are finished. When you are finished changing, you are finished. When you finish changing, you finished. Anyone who's not ready to embrace change is already finished. Anyone who's not ready to embrace change is already finished. They will die as a liability. Anyone who's not ready to change is already finished. They will die as a liability. You know, it was said that when the founder of the Ford company when he set up the T version, people were telling him there are new versions that can come up out of, out of the original version. Either he just kept sticking, just stuck to the original, 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 until other people, you know, become, became more creative and started inventing, you know, newer versions of cars. Until when I think he left the scene, and then the newer generation of the Ford decided that there are other forms of potential that can come out of the Ford T version, the original version of Ford. That's how you now we have Ford Sierra, you have Ford uh, uh, Cortina, and different kinds of Fords. But the original, just stuck to the original. Reason being, anyone who's not ready to embrace change is already finished. They will die as a liability. The day you stop reading is the day you stop leading. The day you stop reading is the day you stop leading. That's why we keep recommending go to the website and get uh, the books because books helps you to see on the inside first before you see on the outside. You see the possibilities. I see possibilities. I see possibilities. I see the possibilities. So you pay the price to see the possibilities. Through reading, you see things differently. A mind that is poor explicit a mind that is exposed to new ideas of creativity and innovation that works cannot return back to its original side. There are things that when you read the scriptures and when you read sound books from people who have followed process to get to where they are, there are things that when you see through books, through messages you listen to, you know, I mean, I'm listening to certain messages from certain men of God now this year on watches, the watches, the various watches, 3 a.m. prayer, 12 midnight prayer, 6 a.m. prayer, 6 p.m. prayer. I'm listening to this message on the watches and beginning to understand the thing about the watches. And I'm telling you, my mind is changing. There are certain watches that you must observe. There are certain watches, certain times of prayer that you need to observe. He says, the, the, is it Habakkuk? He said, I will stand upon my watch and see what the Lord will say unto me. There are certain watches, prayer watches that you need to observe to be able to see what God is saying. 
So if you don't spend time on the watches, watching, it says, I'll stand on the watch, set my feet upon the tower to watch what he will say unto me. The kind of prayers when I set myself on the watch to pray, the kind of prayers he will tell me to pray, not the kind of prayers I want to pray. So that's a change of mindset about prayer, about warfare, about watching, watching, standing on the watch to watch and see what he is saying to pray, not what I want to pray. To stand on that watch is when he will show you what to pray, what he wants you to pray, not what you want to pray. That's changed my mindset. I know about prayer and I pray, but I'm learning new things about watches. Watch, I'm not talking about wristwatch. I'm talking about night watches, prayer watches, prayer watches. Prayer watches standing Habakkuk 2, verse 14 of, of verse 4. Pastor John, simply give me that scripture. I'll stand upon my watch to see what he will say to me. Very powerful. New dimension of prayer. So your prayer is going deeper, deeper. It's not about what I want, what I it's about what he wants. But if he's helping me to pray his what is on his mind, my mindset is changing. And because I'm exposed to this thing about prayer watches, my mind about prayer and where I'm going, where we are going, cannot return back to its original size. When I'm on the watch and he is telling me, this is what you must pray about. This is how you must pray. A mind that is exposed to a new idea cannot return back to its original size. No. That's why you need to get the books. <laughs> from our website. I'm telling you, listen, a mind exposed to new ideas, creativity, new ways of doing things that work better than the previous cannot return to its own ways of thinking. So, the day we stop reading <laughs> is the day we stop leading. And the day we start dying, when we stop changing, we have started dying. When we stop reading, we have started dying. That's why it says, if you stop reading and stop learning, your obituary is actually being read, <laughs> written. Habakkuk 2 verse 1. Thank you. But I will stand upon my watch and listen, this is voluntary, deliberate. I will stand upon my watch. <laughs> Not be sleeping, not snoring. There is a watch I must be on. Whether it's your you are allocated to pray at 12, you must stand upon that watch and set you, set yourself upon the tower. So you lift yourself. Number one, you deliberately stand upon your watch. We must find out the times of our watches. Are you supposed to be praying at 12? Then don't sleep. Are you supposed to be praying at three? Then those find your watch when you must be on, you know, a, a watchman. We call them watchman in Africa or a security person. If you're supposed to be at post at a particular time, that person is not supposed to be sleeping or burglars will come and then cause havoc and he may get fired on his job. I will stand upon my watch. That's, that's we're talking about the power of embracing change. I will stand deliberately. I will make a choice to stand upon my watch. Thank you, the full kind says, to be a spiritual watchman. That's a good one. Be a spiritual watchman. Habib Suleiman, you are welcome. I will stand upon my watch and to set me, I'll pick myself and set myself upon the tower. And number three, I will watch, not sleep. I will watch for, to see. What he will say. Normally, you, you, when somebody is speaking, you hear, but this thing he will show you. I will watch to see what he will say to me, and then what I shall answer when I'm reproved or corrected or instructed. That's changed my mindset. Change my mindset. I will stand upon my watch and watch to see what he will say to me, the direction I must take. Maybe at a particular point in time, David, God told him, do this. The mulberry trees, this, this. And then at another time, he says, should I pursue? He said, pursue, overtake, recover. So 
What probably worked yesterday may not work today. That's why I must stand upon my watch, read the right books, get the right instructions, and move forward to see everything that 2022 has got in store for me. So you must be a spiritual watch person to stand on your watch. My watch may be different from your watch. Your watch may be different from my watch. But you must find out your watch and then do it. I will watch. I will watch. There is the what that I must do. There's the what I must do. So the day you stop reading is the day you stop leading and the day you start dying. So whatever it takes to make your mark in your world, whatever it's going to take to make your mark in the world, get ready to effect the necessary changes to make it happen. Don't wait and don't die as a local champion when you are earmarked to live and die as a global phenomenon. Don't live and die as a liability when you must become a global phenomenon, a global phenomenon. Don't live and die as a local champion when you must become a global phenomenon. Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin Franklin was one of America's founding fathers and great, greatest citizens. And I've written about him in my book, Leaders Are Not Born, Leaders Are Raised. You can get that book from our website. You can get the paperback from our website, houseofjuda.org.uk. You can also get the Kindle version from amazon.co.uk. So leaders are not born, leaders are raised. It's known, Benjamin Franklin is known to have said, listen to what Benjamin Franklin said. Benjamin Franklin said this. Yes, what the focus I will read so I can lead, period. Absolutely. Readers today, leaders tomorrow. Readers today, leaders tomorrow. Readers in your field today, leaders in your field tomorrow. Readers in your field today, leaders in your field tomorrow. Amen. So if you're supposed to be a global phenomenon, don't settle for being a local champion. No. Local champion is the beginning. You must become a global phenomenon. We are all born. Now watch what Benjamin Franklin said. He said, we are all born ignorant, but one, oh, listen to this, this part. Benjamin Franklin, one of America's founding fathers, who, who, who started out as, as nothing. I, I wish I had my book. Maybe I read from my book, Leaders Are Not Born, about Benjamin Franklin to you uh, next week. He started out as nothing. And yet he became one of the founding fathers of America and greatest citizens of America. He says, we are all born ignorant. Listen to this. We are all born ignorant, but one must work hard to stay stupid. Oh, God. Abraham uh, Benjamin Franklin said, we are all born ignorant. But one, one must work hard to stay stupid. As Abraham Lincoln said, I don't think much of any man who's not wiser today than they were yesterday. You know, every day we must be improving. <laughs> you know, and Estela says, that's a good illustration. A watchman, he says, that reminds me of being in the army. My first general order was to stand was stand at your post until you are released from that position. His first order when he was in the army from his general was stand at your post until you are released from that position. Amen. So there's nothing impressive, Noel says, nothing impressive about a local champion. <laughs> nothing impressive at all. Can you imagine Benjamin Franklin, the way he started out as a local champion? And yet today, everybody in America and around the world have heard of Benjamin Franklin. Listen to what he said. It's on the screen. Mama be at me. Put it on the screen. We are all born ignorant, but one must work hard to stay stupid. Being born ignorant is one thing, 
by staying ignorant, he says, that's not good enough. So being born ignorant and being ignorant or staying ignorant, see, being born ignorant and being ignorant or stupid or not clever or not too bright in our in one's early years is one thing. But to stay ignorant or stupid when there is a lot of information that can get us where we need to get to, he says, is unforgivable. So although Benjamin Franklin may not have been an entrepreneur by trade, but his words, we are all born ignorant, but one must work hard to stay stupid. There's too much information that we don't have to stay at level one. So he says, those words of Benjamin Franklin echo today more than ever before. People have paid the price of change to help us enjoy this era of the fastest changing communications and technology landscape we have ever been in. 20 years ago, you probably didn't have an email address. You know, I came across something recently about technologies and things that have changed, have taken the positions of other people. Where's IBM? Where are typewriters? Where are fax machines? They have all been taken over by new technologies. New technologies. It was quite an interesting thing I was reading. I have it in my notes. Uh, hopefully I can get that to you as well. Glory to God. 20 years ago, you probably didn't have an email address. Not even probably, you didn't. You didn't have a website. Now it's hard to imagine life or one's business or even one's church without email or without websites. 10 to 20 years ago, when we talked about probably years ago, talked about Telegram. Today, Telegram is totally different from Telegram that we knew before. 20, 10 to 20 years ago, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Google, Instagram, iPad, Snapchat, iPhone did not exist as we know them today. And now one and a quarter billion people and millions of individuals and businesses use these tools and businesses to communicate. What happened? Change took place. What happened? Change took place. What happened? Change took place by people who wanted to change. You know, you can't help people who don't want to change. You can't put all your energies on trying to change people who don't want to change. So you need to spend your time judiciously and wisely. Making international calls was a chore. You know, we have to get those cards or go even look at post. Uh, what's the, the phone boxes we used to see outside? We saw, we came across some of them the other day in Croydon. Wanted, oh dear. Making international calls. Remember when we used to buy those phone cards? Phone cards that said you can spend 10 pounds and then it will give you a number of what? Is it hours or a number of minutes? Within two minutes, the phone, these people. <laughs> phone cards. Making international calls was a chore, but now you can do it from anywhere, the power of change. We didn't have WhatsApp before. Look at WhatsApp now. So what are we talking about? What happened to all these organizations that don't exist now? Change took place. So one must truly embrace positive change to stay ahead. And this is deliberate, 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 deliberate. You can't help people who don't want to help themselves or don't want to change. So use your time judiciously, judiciously, judiciously. That's why the Bible says redeeming the time for the days are evil. It must be circumspect. Very important. So even if you are not directly involved in the communications or technology industries, there's no doubt that technology has played a huge role in changes in industry, in entertainment, in education, in ministry, in sports, in business, and in our personal lives. There wasn't Zoom years ago, but look, the lockdown made the Zoom owner and the Zoom owners. Oh God, multi-billionaires, Zoom. Everybody's using Zoom now. There wasn't Zoom before. 
technology. And what is responsible for all this is that single word, change, 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 change. Positive change, 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 change. So you can choose, you and I can choose to change with the time. Take advantage of new opportunities in our industry and grow our businesses and grow our ministries, grow our families, grow our marriages, grow our churches, grow our children. Or you can fight the changes, refuse to adapt, refuse to adopt, and watch your life and your business become extinct. So, very, very important. It says the Lord knew when he placed words like iron sharpening iron itself with others. This man of God. And those connected already to this ministry. We connect them. Give enough of ourselves. Keeping them lifted up to heaven. Saints, many of you are only to pray for leaders like this. You are just as important to be in your post as well in prayer. Thank you, Ennis. Ennis is encouraging us to pray for vessels like us. For the work that God has called us to do. We thank you for that suggestion for men and women to lift us up in prayer to empower us to do what God has called us to do. We need men and women like this to be able to do what God has called us to do and to take it to another level. So we must embrace change, change, change. Change is not transferable. You deliberately choose to and incorporate it into yourself, your personal life. Change. You must embrace change. The change in God's word when we become born again, to become more like Christ. Not easy, but very necessary. Very necessary. Very necessary. So, change is very hard for us as individuals and perhaps even more difficult for organizations. You know, sometimes, when, like I said about the Ford company, they didn't want to change. IBM, they didn't want to change. And so, they got, uh, you know, <laughs> bypassed. Change is very hard for us as individuals and perhaps even more difficult for organizations. The status quo can be so much more comfortable, but we are not here to adopt. We are not here to adapt, but to adopt new strategies that are working by becoming revolutionaries. Why settle for being a techie when you can? Why settle, why settle for being, why scratch with techies when you can soar with egos? Why scratch with turkeys when you can soar with eagles? Why scratch with turkeys when you can soar with eagles? Why be just significant or relevant when you must be revolutionary in your thinking and your practice and the things that you do? Try new things, new things, new things, new things, but it begins with change on the inside. We are not here to take cover or to go into hiding. No, we are here to take over. 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 We are here to take over, not take cover. We are not here to take cover. We are here to take over. We are here to become the people that people look up to. We are here to become the people that people point at and say, we can see that God is working in you. The principles are working in you. We are not here to take cover. We are here to take over. But you can't take over when you haven't taken over on the inside. We take over on the outside when we have taken over with our mindset and our, the way we think and the way we approach different things. Totally change. I said to you before, a mind that is exposed to a new idea cannot return back to its original size. You know, I was listening to I was telling Pastor Johnson this morning, I was telling him, you know, years ago, I used to tell people who were musicians in our churches, singers, instrumentalists, and singers in our church, I used to tell them, on Sunday morning, you shouldn't be found preaching or singing in another church. You should be singing in your church. You can use during the week to, if you are called to minister in other places, that does not contradict uh, your feet on, on midweek because you must grow spiritually and so when it comes to Sundays you must be in your church, you should be ministering in your church or be sitting down and be fed 
I heard recently, I think it was probably last year because the video is on YouTube now, Pastor Chris was telling people that he had raised in his church, Eben, um, Sinach, uh, Frank Edwards, some of all those guys that he raised in his church was telling them and all the musicians in his churches who have been ministering outside that they become great and all. They was encouraging them to not to miss church services on Sundays and that they should stay in the church. You know, when they do concerts outside and all that kind of stuff, they must be back at their base more often, more often at their, back, at their base on Sunday to be part of the service. You know, you keep giving out, giving out, giving out, but your spirit man must be fed to be able to go out there to be feeding others. So it's encouraging all those people who have become, whom he helped to raise, who have become great, to stay in the house of God on Sundays. If they're going to hold a concert, because sometimes we'll see they hold concerts and they don't come to church on Sunday or they're out of town on Sunday all the time. And they say, God, they had a concert at night, so they are tired, so they don't come to church. No. How do you feed your spirit, man, to be able to feed others? You cannot give consistently what you have not fed yourself. So he was exhorting them and encouraging them and telling them that those days are over. The days when those big names like the Sinatra and Eben and all those greats that he has developed and hell who have become great was encouraging them. You must be in church on Sunday. Be in church on Sunday. Don't be floating. You are in America, you are in Spain, you are, but your feet, Sunday morning, you are just there, maybe in a particular church, just to sing, you know, to make um, uh, what, an industry or, or merchandise or make, you know, in other words, you are not feeding your spirit man. <clears throat> but you're always out there, out there. So it's encouraging them, stay in church. And I used to say this, <laughs> I used to say this, Yes, yes, years ago. There are many things, my wife and I made an observation recently. Many, many things I caught years ago and started teaching years ago, which many didn't catch. It's now that people are be beginning to catch, you know, and that was simply because of that statement I made earlier. When you are exposed to certain things, your mind cannot return back to its original side. There were many things we were exposed to by the Idahoses, by the Kenneth Higgins, by the Avanzinis, by the Kenneth Copelands, by the Oyedepos, by the Urise Jaffos, you know, by the Keith Moores and Keith Butlers, you know, long time. So our mindset, you know, because of people we used to listen to, we caught these things very early, very early. Now that some people are beginning to catch it. But thank God all will say that at least they are beginning to catch it, beginning to catch it. When your mind is exposed to truth, revelations, insights, through books, through messages. Your mind cannot return back to its original size. May the Lord help our understanding. Mama B said, you've always been a trailblazer and a pathfinder. That's what God has called us to do. Trailblazers. Place the trail for others to follow. Find the path for others to follow. I've been invited tomorrow evening. I'm going to encourage you to join us on Facebook. On the Pastor Johnson, what's the name of the, 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 the program? The Leaders um, um, Leadership, Gospel Driven Leadership. Tomorrow on Facebook at 7 p.m. On Facebook, Gospel Driven Leadership. So tune in tomorrow evening. Gospel Driven Leadership on Facebook at 7 p.m. with Sam Lati and many other at the Wisdom Conference on Facebook tomorrow evening. So join us on Facebook tomorrow evening live at uh, Wisdom Conference online tomorrow evening. And they invited me because of my emphasis and call in the area of leadership. You see, you must stay on course. You, you do, stay there. People believe in you or they don't believe. I said that from the beginning. People understand your calling or not. You must be a trailblazer, a pathfinder, a pace setter. <laughs> don't deviate. Stay there. People will catch up eventually, but you must keep moving. Just like the days when God said to Kenneth Copeland, he's teaching on prosperity. People are not catching it, but don't stop. Just stop 
Just stop teaching it to this group of people who are not catching it. But you continue, they will catch up. So that's what you need to apply in your industry, in your, in your field that God has called you to do. You must be a trailblazer in your field. Go far ahead. By the time they catch up with you, you should be far ahead, far ahead. What God has called you to do, stay there, stay there, stay there. Leadership, I'm addicted to raising leaders. I'm addicted to raising financial giants. I'm addicted to raising a debt-free army. I'm addicted to raising, you know, solid relationships, marriages. I'm addicted to raise generational leaders. See, that, that was a mindset right from the generational in our thinking. Back then, we're thinking of generations, generations, our generation, our next generation, generations yet to come. We must leave a legacy. Ah, my God. I feel the anointing. I feel the anointing. I feel the anointing. I feel the anointing. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to stop here. We're going to continue. This is a, a, a long series. We're talking about the power of embracing change, 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 change. So ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, stay on this platform every Saturday, 12 noon to 1 p.m., 12 noon to 1 p.m., um, and share this session, this segment, share this on Facebook Messenger, share it to all your friends, relatives, your children. Let your children start watching things like that. By the time they hit 12, hit 16, hit 18, hit 21, oh God, there will be a revolution in our cities and our nations. So ladies and gentlemen, Share this entire session with everybody. You know, play it over again. Faith comes by hearing, 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 and hearing, and hearing. So play it over again, over again, over again, over again, over again. Glory to God. Now, as we close, we are back this evening, 7 p.m., 7 p.m., 7 p.m. We are dealing with the firstborn, contending against evil family altars. And we are, I've been doing that for the past five days, is it five days, five days. Today we are focusing, the last evening session, we are focusing on contending against evil family altars, against firstborns. Firstborns all over the world seem to have a tough time. A lot is expected of them. And I said on WhatsApp, on unreasonable expectations of firstborns. Tonight, we're going to deal with altars assigned against Firstborns. Firstborn. We'll be dealing with lastborns and the siblings and all that, but our emphasis is going to be firstborn. Now, you don't have to be a have to be a firstborn to be on this platform because eventually you're going to have a child who's going to be a firstborn. So show up here is going to be a short teaching. It's going to be warfare prayer. We're going to be looking at some of the challenges of firstborn, why that is so, and why, where is traceable, where it is coming from, where why it must be dealt with spiritually dealt with mentally, dealt with psychologically, dealt with physiologically. This is just part one. So call all firstborns you know. If you're a firstborn yourself or middleborn or sibling or lastborn, tonight, 7 p.m., show up. We're going to be on this platform, Hattonwood Global, HOJ City Church, also Judah City Church. We're going to be on Instagram. We're going to be on YouTube. All the platforms, we're going to be right there. 7 p.m., mark your calendars, set your notifications, put it on reminder and be here this evening. Now I'm going to encourage you as we close the service, take out a seed and sow a seed, sow a seed to partner with this ministry to do the things that God has called. I'm telling you, this thing is going to blow and many are going to be blessed. Our passion is to see people empowered. So we're going to give you an opportunity to sow. Take out your phones right now. Sow into this ministry. You're not sowing into a church. You're sowing into a ministry, a global ministry that is teaching, empowering people so we can reach out to more people so their mindset can change so they can never return back to where they are. Your seed is going to be generational in both in giving and in receiving. If you are in the UK, Lloyds Bank, account number 0229 sub code 309245. Now that's our missions missions wing of our ministry that's our missions that enables us to reach out beyond the four walls that's ministry to the world it's not within just the four walls we are extending our ministry like many others reaching out to the world so take those details um take your phones transfer a great seed 
to continue this great work as Estela said and Mama B said and Noel said, all the things they said right there, reaching out to people from other churches so they can be empowered to make a difference in their churches, ministries, communities, politics, government, seven mountains, everywhere. So, so towards these initiatives and let us keep moving. Let's partner together. God is not in need. He's enabling you to partner with him to do this great work. You can also give by going on our website, houseofjuda.org.uk. Click online giving and click the donate button. If you have a heart's desire, pick this up in my spirit. If you have a heart desire to do some of the things that God has called us to do and which we are doing successfully and divine ideas coming all the time, then sow into this ministry to tap into the grace working on this ministry. You can give by PayPal. If you have a PayPal account, go to PayPal, uh, paypal.me forward slash Michael Hattonwood. And if you're watching from outside the country, use the IBAN details calling at the bottom of the screen to give. Father, bless everyone that is giving, sowing into this ministry as they are partnering with this ministry. I pray the prayer that Paul prayed, that our God, the God of Hattonwood, the God of House of Judah, the God of Hattonwood Global, the God of Hattonwood World Outreach, the God of Michael Hattonwood Ministries, the God of Leaders Factory International, the God of the Dead Free Army, as they are sowing into this mission's wing in global ministry. Remember them and take them from local only to global. Watch over this seed that they are sowing and answer their prayer at their stage and at each level. Thank you, Father, for answered prayer in Jesus' precious name. Amen. It is done. So do that. So into the ministry, tap into the graces working right here. Now, closing. Don't forget, get ready, get ready for the hour of prayer. Firstborns. Tonight is the last session. Tonight we are praying for firstborns. Tonight on Facebook at HOJ City Church, Instagram at House of Judah, House underscore of underscore Judah. And we'll be on this platform as well. So take the details. And join us this evening, 7 p.m., 7 p.m. Let's listen. We're closing the session out now. God bless you all for joining us on Instagram and on Facebook. Go to our YouTube channel, Bishop Hattonwood, and you can watch it there. Spread this session everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Let's, let's enjoy this music by Diana Hamilton on I'm a work in progress. I'm a work in progress. I'm a work in progress. Let's enjoy Diana Hamilton. I'm a work in progress as we close the session out today. God bless you. Says, don't look at the way I'm looking now because my story is about Don't look at the way I look now. Look at what I'm doing today. Don't miss this evening, 7 p.m., 7 p.m., 7 p.m. I'm a work in progress. That's the title of the song. Maria, you're my 
My end will be greater than my beginning. This is Diana Hamilton, a high achiever in Ghana. Seven PM this evening. You wrote me off, but God wrote me in. Go on YouTube, look for Diana Hamilton. Don't look at the way I look now. <laughs> A higher fever is coming out of you. Glory to God. My beginning may be small, but my latter end will greatly increase. That's the interpretation of the song. This is an international platform. We promote emerging leaders. Where are your dancers? You are about to become a high achiever. We have two minutes to go. Two minutes to go. Two minutes to go. Two minutes to go. See you all back this evening at 7 p.m. Invite Bring your first book. Bring prepare yourself. Bring first book. Bring your siblings. Bring last book. Bring everybody. I will be great in Jesus' name. That's your reputation. Thank you, Christ. Don't forget tomorrow morning in House of Judah is all white, all white, all white, all black and white, all white, all white celebration at 11 a.m.
God bless you all. God bless you all. And see you this evening. See you this evening. Glory to God. 7 p.m. sharp. Don't miss it. We're on HOJ City Church on um, Facebook and on H, uh, Bishop Hattonwood on Instagram and Bishop Hattonwood on YouTube. I will become everything God has said I will become. And so will you. See you at 7. God bless you all. Have a wonderful, restful afternoon. So we'll see you this evening. You are blessed.